Welcome to Journey to Brave, a podcast dedicated to empowering women to heal from trauma, cultivate self-acceptance, and fearlessly step into the most brave version of themselves. Hosted by me, Kaya Hunter, certified life and shadow work coach, breathwork facilitator, and NLP and hypnosis master practitioner. Join me as we dive deep into how trauma and the wounds from our past can affect us, how we can heal, find strength, create emotional well-being, and ultimately create the life you've always bloody well dreamed of. I believe that healing as well as self-acceptance are the foundations for personal growth, and we'll explore the tools, the strategies and practices so that you can create your own journey to brave. Ready? Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm recording this episode in mid-March, so by the time you hear it, it's going to be the end of March, and I'll just be a few days away from leaving to go to the UK with my munchkin for three weeks. And listen, I didn't want to not be in your ears for three weeks, and I mean, you'd miss me, right? (laughs) And I know I'd miss you too. So I've been here working behind the scenes to prepare some episodes to go to air while I am driving around England and Scotland. And hey, if you want to if you want to follow along my 3-week trip, which includes a week in London doing all of the sights and things and then 2 weeks driving around the English countryside and also Scotland, follow me over on Instagram at Kaya, K-A-I-A underscore Hunter, and I'm going to be sharing loads and loads of pics of our trip. We are both so excited. My daughter actually came to me. So this trip has been planned for a long time now, and um, it's, like I said, three weeks till we go. I have been excited for so long, but my daughter comes in to me this morning and says, Mom, I'm actually excited to be going to London. And I went, I won't tell you what I actually said. I will actually. You ready for it? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? We've been planning this trip. I've been sending you TikToks of London and all of the things and you're just getting excited now. I think it's just hit her that we're going. Uh, anyway, it was, very, it was very funny. I'm like, you better be excited. This is costing an arm and a leg this trip. <laughs> She's like, I am, I am. Anyway, it was, it was quite funny that all of a sudden it's dawned on her that even though we booked this trip months and months ago that she's excited. <laughs> she's excited. Hilarious. All right, kids, right? Who'd have them? Okay, in today's episode, we're talking about people pleasing. I know I've been a bit of a people pleaser in the past, and honestly, it's still something that I notice myself doing. And it's something that my clients come to me with as well. So it's really, really common. So what is people pleasing? And how do we differentiate being a people pleaser to just being kind and nice? The biggest difference is if you're being a people pleaser, what you're doing is you're constantly putting the needs and wants of other people ahead of your own needs and wants. So often at the detriment of your own well-being, you're sacrificing your own time and your own energy for the sake of others. As opposed to being nice and being kind has more of a balance to it. You still help and you wanna please others, but you balance that, you balance that with thinking about yourself and caring for yourself. And while it sounds nice to want to be helpful and kind, if it tips the scales and moves into people-pleasing territory, 
It could be coming from a fear of rejection or perhaps a need for external validation or love. And that fear of rejection, that usually stems from being rejected as a child by parents or caregivers or perhaps from a traumatic event in your past. And fear of rejection is one of the biggest human fears. We are biologically wired to want to belong. And this stems back to when we were living in tribes out in the, you know, the grasslands or the, or the jungles, because to get kicked out of the tribe for us humans meant literally death. So that's why we don't like rejection. So here's some examples of people pleasing behavior. And again, wanting to please others only becomes a problem if we're doing it to the detriment of our own emotional well-being. Like I love doing things for other people. I often talk about it being one of my love languages and one of my daughter's love languages as well as, you know, acts of service. We love doing things for other people, but as often as I can, I have to, um, uh, as often as I can, I create that balance for myself that I'm not overstepping the mark. So if you see yourself in any of the examples that I'm about to share, it doesn't automatically mean you're a people pleaser, right? But it is a good check-in as I read these to see what comes up for you and whether you whether it brings up any feelings of anxiety or stress or overwhelm. And if you do, it could be something for you just to dive a little bit deeper into and explore, you know, reflect on it. All right, so here goes. There's eight of them. The first one, saying yes to requests when you don't have the time, the energy or the desire to do so. Number two, avoiding conflict by always agreeing with others, even if you have a different opinion. Number three, apologizing excessively, even when you haven't done anything wrong. And oh my God, us women are so freaking guilty of this. It's like, sorry, just rolls off our tongue automatically. Am I right or am I right? Number four, change your behavior. You change your behavior or your personality to fit in with others' expectations. Number five, you sacrifice your own needs and wants to meet others' demands. Number six, putting others' needs before your own to the point of neglecting your own well-being. Number seven, difficulty setting boundaries and saying no to others. And number eight, feeling guilty or anxious when you can't please everyone. And as I've already alluded to, people pleasing can have a negative effect on your emotional well-being. I mean, like that list I just read, it can cause anxiety, it can cause stress, it can cause overwhelm and even burnout. So if you think you might be a people pleaser or show people pleasing tendencies, I don't like to label ourselves, I'm a people pleaser because you, you know, you become that, right? But if we separate the people pleasing behavior out from us so that we aren't identifying as a people pleaser, you know, I'm not a people pleaser. Yes, I display people pleasing tendencies and I tend to people please a lot, but you are not a people pleaser. So that's, that's another point that just came into my mind <laughs> as I was, as I was chatting. So don't, um, don't identify and call yourself a people pleaser. Yes, I have people pleasing tendencies or I do it sometimes. 
So if you think you might do it sometimes, here's how you can overcome it. And again, you might want to grab a pen and paper for this or hop onto the show notes um, and, uh, you know, make a note of these of these few things. So the first one is practice some self-compassion. Talk about this all the time. Remind yourself that you're perhaps people pleasing because some of some past trauma that's yet to be healed and that you are worthy of love and acceptance just the way you are. That is 100% never in question. <laughs> do you hear me? <laughs> never. Learn to communicate more assertively. And you can do that by starting to use I statements. So I feel, I would like, I can't. So I'm feeling really overwhelmed at the moment. I can't make it to dinner tonight as planned. Or I'd really like some help coordinating that 50th birthday party that I agreed to organize. Practice saying no. Now start with the small stuff, especially if you're not used to that. Like saying no the next time your sister wants to pop in for a chat, but you've got work to do. And you don't need a five explanation as to why. No, I can't have coffee. I've got work to do. You don't have to say sorry. No, I can't have coffee today. I've just got too much to do. How about we catch up tomorrow? Something like that. Prepare in advance for what you want to say. This will help you avoid your unconscious need to people please and it'll give you some confidence. Write it down if you have to. Write a couple of different ways the conversation can go basically or could go rather based on you know what you think, what you think might happen and give a couple of examples. Write a couple of examples down. I don't just use this in people pleasing occasions. I've used this in business for years and years and also in relationships. Try using your body language. More than 70%, and listen, I've heard up to 93%, but let's just go with 70%. More than 70% of our communication is nonverbal. So stand up tall, shoulders back, that can go a long way. And if you're not driving right now, we could do your shoulders, I suppose. Try it now. Stand just a little taller. Imagine someone has a piece of string tied to the top of your head and they're pulling it up like, like you're a bit of a puppet and, and, and they're pulling that string up and just stand tall and roll your shoulders up and back. Like, how does that feel? You might instantly feel a bit more confident, a bit stronger, a bit more powerful, perhaps. If you want to take it to the extreme real quick, make a stance like Wonder Woman. Put your hands on your hips, legs slightly astride. Stand tall and shoulders back. How does that feel? Now, <laughs> I'm not suggesting you go into that next conversation standing like Wonder Woman. I mean, you could if you, if you wanted to, but hopefully you get my point right. Just changing your body language even a little bit can have a big effect on the energy and the way you show up in conversations. Next time, before you have a conversation where you know you usually flip into people pleaser mode, breathe, stand up tall and strong, and then say what it is you want to say, what you've practiced, and be okay that this may, may take some time. You are breaking patterns, you're breaking neural pathways that you've had for a while, you're breaking these programs in your brain, and you're creating new neural pathways, new programs in your brain. That will become your new patterns, right? They take practice. Notice your emotions. And if you're feeling burnt out, anxious or overwhelmed, allow them to be there and process them. 
And way back in episode seven, I shared one way to process emotion. So you can go back and listen to that episode if you'd like to, but there's also other ways that you can process emotions. And I teach those to my clients. So they've got the tools for these situations that they can pull out of their back pocket whenever they need them. So I hope this episode on people pleasing has helped. I know that it's a big one and a common one for women. You know, the main things I want to say here is just have some compassion. Uh, don't, you know, don't feel, don't add extra negative emotions on top of extra negative emotions. I talk about all that, that, you know, I talk about that all the time. So be kind to yourself, have some compassion, practice the things that I've Uh, shared with you today you might find there's one or two you don't need to practice all of them or take all of these on board even if you just take one thing away um, you know that can have a big effect and then once you've nailed that one thing then maybe you can add in another one and so on and so on right so there you go people pleasing like I said I hope this episode has helped all right so I am going uh, away very shortly, as I mentioned. If you do want to, uh, you know, look at this work, look at your people pleasing, look at anything else in your life that you want to make a change to, sign up for Fearless. I'm back in a few weeks. We can start in just a few weeks time, but sign up for Fearless. It's my four week coaching program. It's 297 Australian dollars. I will teach you some of the things that I've talked about in today's podcast and so, so much more. The link will be in the show notes, uh, but also, you know, always feel free to Instagram me over on Instagram, <laughs> Instagram me on Instagram, DM me over on Instagram if you've got questions about Fearless or my other longer term three month program, You Deserve Amazing to see what's right for you. Uh, and we can get started as soon as I get back from the UK. But otherwise, follow me over on Instagram. I'm leaving early April and I'm going to be sharing all of our our, um, travels over there. So have the best week ever and I will be in your ears again next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Journey to Brave podcast. I'll be back next week with another episode. But in the meantime, if you've liked this episode, you're going to love my free video and guide, Stop Letting Fear Hold You Back, Start Feeling Confident and Brave. I share a simple strategy you can start using today to help you feel more confident and brave. Learn the strategy in this video and you can use it on any negative emotion at any time. You can download it via the show notes. See you next week.